CCFM 107.5. I'm Helen Phillips, and I'm so pleased to introduce you to my friend, Veronique Kitching, who's come into the studio with us. Hi, V. Nice to have you here. Hi, Helen. Thank you. It's lovely to be here. Thank you. Now, V is going to give us her story today. So it's actually not going to be like an ordinary missions program. This is going to be more like testimony, testimony, testimony. So, V, tell us, how did you get to know the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior? Oh, Helen, that is such a wonderful subject, and I don't mind to speak on that at all. Um, Eleven years ago... um, I've made the best decision of my life when I said yes to God. And um, before that time, um, I obviously knew nothing. I just knew the God of the church. And I went to church and that was it. I came out of there and I didn't feel any different. And before this day, 11 years ago, the 16th of August, 2008, I had never heard the gospel. And, um, yeah, my life was not going well. Um, You know, um, I had a problem in my marriage and my life was just not going anywhere. You know, I just came out of a divorce about a year and um, things were looking quite bleak. And a friend of mine kept asking me, do you want to come with me to this camp? It's like a Christian camp. And I said, no. And she kept talking to me about Jesus and I said I didn't want to hear it I didn't want to hear it you know she asked me on the third time she asked me I said to myself you've got nothing to lose you've already lost everything I've lost the respect of my children Um, I wasn't at home anymore all the things that I had or held near and dear to my heart was gone so I might as well give God a chance and so she invited me on this camp and this is where it actually happened and it was it's such a beautiful story and I will tell it every day to everyone who wants to listen and so we at this camp and and so they started speaking about Jesus and um, you know in little small groups breaking up into groups and so for the first time I heard the gospel there for the first time and it was just so amazing because I never ever knew that you know one could have such a personal relationship with god and then i met his son jesus you know and um so we broke up into small groups and all throughout the day everything was quite prayerful and um <laughs> then it was the night of the wor- praise and worship and i just stood there you know and while they were playing the music i felt something stir within me And when I say this, I get tears in my eyes because it is just so beautiful. I stood there and I saw heaven. And the lady came to me and she whispered in my ear and she says to me, My girl, can I pray for you? What would you like Jesus to do for you today? And I just burst out in tears. I said, Yes. I want to feel not like I'm feeling now. You know, I'm troubled. I, I I feel that everything is just darkness in front of me and I cannot see the light. I do not have a hope inside of me. I feel hopeless. And this is what I want. 
I want Jesus to make it better for me and I want to meet him. And she said, can I pray for you? And I said, yes. And so she prayed for me. And as she prayed, I closed my eyes and the tears started rolling and I started shaking all over. My hands, my legs, I started shaking and I shook and I shook and I trembled. And I don't know what it was that kept me standing there saying to myself, I will not fall. <laughs> I'm not ready to fall. I will not do this. I have to keep my wit about me. You know, I cannot do this in front of all these people. But you know, God had another plan for me. And as I stood there, I couldn't any longer. My legs started to become lame. I felt I'm going to fall down at any minute. And I said in my home language, which is Afrikaans, and I said, Here, fat me. God, take me, take all of me. And then I floated on a cloud. And I saw myself floating in the air and I felt as light as a feather and I didn't even know that I had hit the ground <laughs> and the next thing I was on the ground and it was such a profound moment for me but I lay there on the ground and I shook I just shook and I trembled and the people that were praying for me, they came to me and they tried to wake me up and they said, V, are you okay? And I said, yes. I said, I felt a heaviness on my stomach. And she said, what is it? I said, I don't know. And they kept praying and praying and eventually they prayed the sinner's prayer with me because they asked me if I want Jesus in my life. And I said, yes, please. <laughs> Anything is better than this that I'm feeling right now. And they prayed the sinner's prayer with me, Helen. And I felt a beautiful calmness come over me, something I have never felt in my life before. I just felt so calm. I closed my eyes and I laid on the ground and I rested. I just rested. I laid there for I don't know how long. And somebody came to me, whispered in my ear and said, V, wake up. <laughs> and I woke up and I looked at this man and I, I knew him and he and he gave me, he says, V, this is such a wonderful thing. I have brought you a scripture. I have a scripture for you and I have that scripture. This is my life scripture today. And he says, V, Psalm 32, 8, the Lord says, I will teach you in the way that you should go. I will instruct you and advise you. And I didn't know what that would mean for me at the time. But, you know, everything was so new, Helen, that I, I had, had actually uh, qu quite a fright because I didn't know wh what I just did. You didn't know what was happening. Gosh, that was like, wow, what happened? Uh -huh. You know, and I got up there. And I remember it was on a farm in Pau, uh -huh. and I ran so far. I just ran. It was an open field, and I ran to the very end of the field because in my mind I felt confused because I don't know what I just did now. And as I was sitting there, I was crying all the time, and I, was, I felt alarmed. I felt to myself, 
wow, what did you just do? You know, that horror feeling almost like, gosh, did I do the right thing? I don't know what to do. Now I feel so confused. I feel scared. And the same, actually what happened was I was sitting with my head bowed down. And you know, funny enough, as I looked up, there was a huge life-size cross in front of me. And I looked at the cross and I said, Wow, how did this cross get here? You know, and I, I looked at the cross and then I just looked up at the sky. It was dark. And I looked up at the sky and I said, Lord, for the first time I prayed out loud. I didn't know how to pray loud because where I come from, we didn't pray loud. We prayed silently within ourselves. Uh-huh. And I said, Lord, I don't know what just happened to me. I said, but please send me somebody to 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 explain to me what this is because I don't know. And I just I put my head in my in my hands and I bowed my head and I just sat there and then I heard the crackling of leaves like, you know, and I looked up and I had such a fright and this guy was standing in front of me. And I and I called his name and I said, Mark. And he said, V. And he took my hands. I said, Mark, what happened to me? What happened? And you know, in that beautiful moment, he explained to me about Jesus. He told me the gospel. He told me how God had sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die for me. <laughs> oh, God, that is so beautiful. That is so beautiful. He explained it to me. It's so beautiful. And I just, I sat there and I wept. And I felt so loved. Mm-hmm. I felt so loved. And that is just the most beautiful feeling ever. And you know, that night for the first time, I slept amidst my problems and the storms raging around me. I slept like a baby uh-huh. for the Lovely. first time in my life. <laughs> so, yeah, that's yeah, wonderful. But isn't that wonderful? And you know, V, you will never, ever forget that moment. Never, Helen. Because when you first meet the Lord, it is wonderful. Wonderful, yes. Okay. Now, what happened to you then? Well, I've I've made it I made it my duty to learn about God as much as I could possibly learn about Him. Um, started reading the Bible a lot, um, you know, and just learning whatever I could about the Lord. And I and I found a church uh, close to my home, and um, it is there where I started growing. Where were you living then, V? I was living in Deep River. Okay. So I attended the church at okay. um, St. Okay. Martin's. Yes. And did you manage to grow quickly or did it take you a long time to read the Bible and then absorb everything? No, Helen. I think it was just it just happened so quickly because you see when I when I made the decision to do that, it all happened so quickly. And and at the church that I was at, uh, these people were so wonderful. The pastor of the church was so wonderful, and I immediately availed myself into serving on the church. Uh-huh. But then I also started the same camp that I was on, the Christian camp. Um, I started attending. I did a second one at this church. Okay. And so that just propelled my faith in leaps and bounds. Mm-hmm. And I I, um, I listened, you know. I listened, I learned, and then the next uh, uh, camp, 
I was actually with somebody leading others, and so that's how quickly I grew. That is so exciting, yes. Fantastic. Okay. Now, you have got a mission which you didn't realize that you had. Tell us about that. This is this mission, spreading the gospel is like, to me, it's like a second nature. You know, I didn't know that this would be me uh, 11 years later, that I would be doing that. So um, everywhere has become my mission field. Wherever I am, that's my mission field. So I'm currently living in, in, in a house where we have about 60 uh, students from like Europe, overseas, Scandinavian countries. And and I have also a mission right there. Um, you know, so God is sending me all these youngsters from the ages of 18 up until maybe 60. We have a 60-year-old there now at the moment. And, and, and God has just been so wonderful in that I reach out to these girls there, you know, and boys as well. And no matter where I go, like I go to the hairdresser and, and the Holy Spirit wants me to do a mission and the Holy Spirit shows up and it's chaos in that hairdresser and everybody is praying and everybody's on their knees. The Holy Spirit <laughs> is there. It's like a bang. It's like bam, like that, you know, and, and, and people want yeah. People want that, you know, and they ask me, can I, can, can you pray for me? Uh-huh. You know, so where I am at, uh-huh. that is where the mission is. But you is. see the exciting thing also, V, is they see it in you. They see that joy of the Lord. Yes. They see that enthusiasm for the Lord. Yes. And so they want it too. And I'm interested, do you get through to the youngsters in the uh, house or is it only a few that you manage to? Uh, well, touch? I've managed so far. The, the Lord has taught me now how to do it properly uh-huh. because uh-huh. I didn't succeed at first, but uh-huh. I've just made my second disciple 21st of June and I've sent her off to America. So <laughs> praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. <Isn't that> wonderful. <laughs> okay, yes. let's have a break for music. But I want you to go on and tell us about the hairdresser. Yes, we'll do. <laughs> this is Helen Phillips, and it's your missions program going global. I'm chatting to my friend Veronique Kitching. And V and I met about five years ago and have been very good friends since then. As I said before, she, I'm mother and she's daughter. So it's very good. And V has grown so immensely since I first met her. V, how did it develop like that? How... Quickly, you said you wanted to bring us back to your first night when you gave your heart to the Lord. Yes, Helen, that first night um, when I gave my life to the Lord, um, it happened over a weekend. And on the Sunday, um, you had to come and tell if you had a testimony. You had to come up and tell, you know, if something happened to you the night before. And I mean, something definitely happened to me. And, you know, we were building up, building up. And I'm sitting in my small group and my leader, uh, it's a good friend of mine and his wife, they took me up and said to me, V, you definitely have to speak about this. And I said, no, I cannot do that. No, you're crazy. I can't do that. Yes, you have to, V. Just we're going to pray for you. You have to do this. You know, we walked up the stairs, Helen. I had a pounding in my chest so loud I felt it in my ears and as we walking up the steps and into this big uh, auditorium the pounding got louder and louder and louder and it felt like I could not even take a breath so when we got into the auditorium I tried to take my seat 
And the man in the front said, okay, everybody, you know, whoever's got a testimony, just come up, just come up. I tried to take a seat. And the moment I put my, 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 sit myself down on my seat, my seat was on fire. It was so hot. It was burning. It was hot. I was shaking like I did the night before. Shaking again. I could not stop. You know, I, I took, I put my hands under my seat. I picked up my chair and I ran with my chair stuck to myself <laughs> to the front and I sat down there and I, you know, I, I, I couldn't believe that I just did that. And when I was there and I opened my mouth, that pounding Stopped. Yes. And then you must know, I didn't know about the Holy Spirit, obviously. So, you know, all of these things. And so it happened then. And, you know, that fire, it was like a fire. I could not keep still. So if somebody asked me to say something, my hand would go up because I have something to say. I always have something to say because the Lord has been so fantastic in my life since that day that I cannot help but speak about him every day to anyone who would listen. Isn't it wonderful? <laughs> wonderful, yes. <laughs> okay. Tell us first, you mentioned about the hairdresser. So I want to know what happened in the hairdresser. Well, I was. it was just a normal day. I'm going to have my hair colored. So my sister and I, we had an appointment, walked into the hairdresser, and we sat down. So now my sister had the hair dye on her hair, and, and the hairdresser was busy doing my hair. And at the time, my sister looking at her cell phone, and she just mentioned to me, she said, um, you see, my son is saying to us, Mom, you and Auntie V are angels. And I said, oh, wow, that is so profound. That is beautiful. So I just chatted to my sister a bit, and I, and I knew that the son was going through something at the time, um, you know, and we just chatted for a few minutes. And then suddenly, just I'm minding my own business, you know, I felt that urge to pray. And I put my hand up in the hairdresser and I said, we need to pray now. We need to pray. Just we, we need to pray. And so I said, everybody gather around, gather around. So the hairdresser, the owner, she comes. <laughs> and I said, just come gather around. I said, Ree, we need, we're going to start with your son. We need to pray for your son. And I start to pray. Helen, it was like a fire. It was like a <laughs> fire in that hairdresser. It was so loud. And we started to pray, and, and the hairdresser came closer, and the lady that's washing uh, the hair, and I called her. And while I'm praying, and I'm just in the name of Jesus, and I said, now, people, I looked at the hairdresser, I said, come, come, God wants to give. What do you need? What do you need? And this, I didn't know I'm going to do this. I said, what do you need? And she 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 asked me what her need was, and and and. We started praying for that need. And I called, I said, I'm not done. I'm not done. I said, uh, and you, what do you need? And we started praying and the people just gathered around. And then on the other side, there was a client sitting on the other side as well. And you know what? You are so oblivious to everybody else because now you are operating in the spirit. Yes. And so that is what it was. And so while we're going on, and then I gave her a scripture. 
out of Genesis. And the hairdresser ran and she fetched the Bible and she said, Oh, read, this is such a word in season. You don't know what happened to me. You don't even know how appropriate that scripture. And you see, that scripture I'd given her, the Lord had healed me from depression not even long ago, maybe two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And that scripture just came to mind and I gave it Genesis 26, mm-hmm. 18. Or 13, I thought to myself, wow. And it just fell out of my mouth. And then I gave it to her, prayed together, and there's a lady sitting on the couch. And I walked with my hair with a towel with dye, and she says to me, can you give me a word? Because I was giving people words. God was just giving me the Holy Spirit, was talking to me, giving people words, you know, prophesying, giving people words. She said, do you have a word for me? And I looked at her. And I said to her, you want a word? She said, yes, please. And I saw some desperation in this lady's eyes. And I said, I have a word for you, but you got to come with me. And she just got up. And it was raining. It was, it was like raining, but there was like a sort of a patio there. And I led this woman outside and we stood on the, on the patio there. And then the hairdresser beckoned to me, go inside. You can take her inside. And then I ministered to her just a little bit, took her inside the house. And then I ministered to her. You know, I just said, what, what, what do you want? You know, and she just said, oh, my life is this and this, you know. And I said, let me pray for you. And I prayed for her, and then I shared the gospel with her. Wonderful. And then I told her about Jesus in my life. And I asked her, if you are ready to make a decision for Jesus today? Mm-hmm. And she looked at me like with big eyes, and she says, no, um, I don't think so. I said, why not? I said, why not? Um, you know, what, what do you think it is? She says, no, I'm not ready. I said, what do you, what, what? What do you mean you're not ready? You know, I don't think anyone will ever be ready. It's just a decision that you need to make. And then she proceeded to tell me, look, uh, this uh, life is not right. And she feels that she has to be perfect by coming to the Lord. And I said to her, you know, you cannot be further from the truth. And then I shared my testimony with her. And after that, I asked her again, do you want to make a decision? And she said yes. And right there, I led her to the Lord. You know, that was wonderful. That was so wonderful. And and I gave her some contact details, and I have been in contact with her. But you see, the Holy Spirit wasn't finished, Helen. And I said to my sister, I feel there's something still. The Holy Spirit wants something more. And to cut a very long story short, all I said to my sister was, your son need to come to my house tonight. She said, okay, you know, looking quite unsure, like, yes, okay, yes, we do that. Um, What's happening? I said, I don't know, but he must come. That's all I know for that moment. And when I got home, then only Holy Spirit slowly started showing me what? Up until the last moment when I was so busy having so much to do and I prayed and I said God give me the time that I need you called this you laid this in my heart give me the time 
to do what I need to do for Just you. Just let me ask you, were you then cooking I was, for all these young people? I was cooking for about 45, almost 50 people. No wonder um, you were busy. I was, and I had to, I had just actually put the four loaves of bread in the oven and shut the oven door, and my sister looked at her watch and she said, well, Ryan isn't here. I said, don't worry, he'll come. Must I call him? I said, no, the timing will be there. Don't you worry. And I said, just watch the bread. I'm going to run out quickly. I felt the need to pray. So I ran to my room in front of the shower. I just fell on my knees. I could feel Helen. I was so expectant. I felt that God was going to do something. I, I was on my knees in front of my shower and I just prayed. And I said, Lord, this is your moment. You know, to show glory. Let me show glory to you. Whatever's going to happen in this moment is going to be to glorify you, God. So give me what I need. And I got up there and I went inside. And as I went inside, he came. There he came. <laughs> and you know what, Helen? No one spoke. All I said to him was, hello. And he greeted me and he kissed me. And I said to him, Ryan, I'd like to, to pray for you. Would you come with me? And he said, yes, on TV. And went to my bedroom. And we sat on the floor. I put pillows on the ground, sat on the floor. And I said, your mom told me you're going through a tough time, boy. And I would like to pray with you. He said, sure thing. And then his mom came. And then there was the three of us. <laughs> so I prayed for him. And then I asked him the same thing that I asked the, the lady in the hairdresser. You know, do you want to make a decision for Jesus today? Because I obviously gave him testimony first about my life and about his mom's life and how God has been working in our lives. And at some point, we all have to say yes. Do you want to make that decision? And with tears in his eyes, he said, yes, Auntie V. You see, and I led another one to the Lord the same night. I mean, come on, how great is God? That is awesome. That is so fantastic, Helen. You it's know, we wonderful. cried. We cried. Oh, gosh, it was just so emotional. But you see, V, it's because you're so open. And because you're not scared of making a fool of yourself. Yes. I mean, quite frankly, I can't see myself standing up in the hairdress and saying, come, we must pray now and everybody pray. Mm -hmm. Because it's wonderful that you, the Lord is using you like that. And that is right. And that's why you're getting the response from people because Holy Spirit is working. Yes, Thanks absolutely. Absolutely. Lord. Okay. Now, what do you want to do uh, from now on? I mean, are you going to look for opportunities to um, evangelize and talk to people or you're just going to go on about your daily business and let the Lord present you yes. with opportunities? That is how the Lord wants me to do it. He wants me to do it like that, Helen. You know, I could go out there. I could go make a big hoo-ha, uh, you know, just go out there, you know, like some people do. It's not for me. It is not for me because God said he will use me as I am, where I am, wherever I go, that is where and how I'm going to do it. And, and, and what's happening now is that I am readying myself for the next chapter of my life and God is already busy doing something right now. So I'm busy getting trained up for that. So. Yes, well, absolutely. Come on, tell us what it is. Now you've made me really, <laughs> really quizzy. I just yes. 
Well, I've, um, I have started writing my book and um, I'm nearly uh, finished with it. But um, I've also embarked now on my bachelor's and I'm studying now, you see. Oh, so I'm wonderful. studying everything that I can about the Lord. And I feel that he's going to do something great after that. I'm expectant again. Okay. So through this Bible school, that is what is going to happen. Okay. So okay. three years from now, let's see what happens. Okay. Yes. Well, you know, it's very exciting. Just tell us quickly about the Bible school. You've got two minutes and then we must break for music. Tell us about the Bible school. Well, this uh, Bible school, I started in the beginning of this year. And, um, you know, I, I just didn't know what to expect, you know, going. It's not actually a school. It's a college. I mean, it's a university accredited program and it's for three years. And so when I started there, um, you know, I didn't know what to expect but while I'm there now I can see how vital it is not just for me but for every Christian and you know the things that you learn is not just uh, Bible Bible you know yes we've gone through the Old Testament yes we've gone through the New Testament but you learn things like um uh, foundations, you know, uh, Christian foundations, you learn how uh, to discern and know God's voice, uh, um, you know, how to achieve biblical excellence, because that is what I'm going for, excellence, because my Father in Heaven is excellent, mm -hmm. so I'm going for excellence, and you learn that, and they nurture you at the school, um, how to release my divine calling, I mean, learning how to pray, you know, uh, for the first time I've learned about the fivefold prayer, and I mean, I'm praying that prayer, and I mean, it's now even more powerful. These are all the things that we are learning at the Bible College, and let me tell you, it's for every Christian there. Wonderful. It's Good. for everyone. Okay, let's have a break, and then I want you to tell me about the fivefold. This is your missions program, Going Global. I'm Helen Phillips, and I'm chatting to my friend Veronique Kitching. And V's been telling us her exciting story of how she got to know the Lord and how the Lord is using her. Now, V, you mentioned something about the fivefold prayer. Now, I know a lot of people know about fivefold ministry. What is fivefold prayer? Well, Helen, um, thank you. First of all, I want to just say that I am so grateful that I am in this Bible college and that I have learned so much and the what. The prayer, this fivefold prayer, is something that I took with me and I've actually used, and I can attest that it works. And, and I, I actually didn't know that I have been doing like that. You know, I just didn't know that this was called a fivefold prayer. So, this is what I've learned. Firstly, I will pray in my tongue, okay? Then I will pray in my home language. Then I will sing in my tongue, and then I will sing in my home language. And then lastly, it's fasting, also referred to as sacrificial prayer. So these five elements make up that, what you said, the fivefold prayer. And you know, because I've practiced it, and obviously, you know, the things that you learn at college, you take home and you, you, you practice it, and, and, and you become perfect. You know, you practice and at the time, um, I was going through something. And um, what I've also uh, um, learned in, in, in college was that, you know, um, for depression, praying in tongues is an antidote. Absolutely. <laughs> and I thought, wow, really? <laughs> Amazing. Okay, I'm going to try that. <laughs> and I did. 
And I did, you know, and, you know, because I was busy reading the Bible at the time and I was reading in the book of Genesis, you know, and it just came to me. I did all this fivefold prayer and you must know I was a bit going through a little bit of a depression at the time and I didn't know it. And it was probably going on for around about three weeks already. And, you know, I just feeling this noises in my head and I just couldn't stop, you know. And But I kept on, I kept on, and I kept on reading the Word of God because something has got to give. And I kept reading and now I'm doing this fivefold prayer. But, you know, the praying in tongues... The Bible says it edifies you. It edifies you, yes. So if you're depressed, you're getting fed yes, when absolutely. you're praying in tongues. But to sing in tongues, you can't be miserable when you're singing. No, not at all. You <laughs> but, see, not at all. And when you sing in tongues, you're actually praising God. And who can be miserable when you're praising God? Absolutely. He's so wonderful. Wonderful. A wonderful world. So it's wonderful that you found that out. Yes, absolutely. And I hope people are listening because depression is one of the biggest problems in our modern society. Yes. And I think it's because everybody's so busy. Everybody hasn't got a time for themselves. And there's so much going on that you can't relax and get into communion with God. Yes. And so this, say it again, what is the fivefold ministry? Tell them again, please. Love. Okay, fivefold is number one, praying in tongues. Um, number two, praying in your home language. Uh, number three, singing in tongues. Uh, number four, singing in your home language. And number five, fasting, which is referred to as a sacrificial prayer and you know when you when you practice that principle you cannot go wrong like Helen said you know who can be miserable when you are praising when you are singing in a heavenly language it's so beautiful that it can snap you out of that depression in no time which is what happened with me that the Lord had brought me out of that depression that lasted nearly five six weeks in a jiffy in an instant why because my my mind was not on myself. Uh -huh. My mind was on God. I was worshipping. I was talking to Him. I was praying to Him. I was praying in tongues. I was praying in a language that builds me up, you know, and, and giving all that praise and glory to God. And that is what He gave me in return. And it's literally snapped me out just like that. So it's wonderful, Helen, wonderful. That is marvelous. And this is quite recent that you've come out of this. Very depression. recently, yes. Okay. Yes. Now, this is something that you can teach others, that you can pray for others yes. for when they are depressed. So anybody who feels that they need some prayer and help from Veronique, from V, I'm going to give out your number at the end of the program. But now I want you to also tell the story about how you prayed for your children. Well, another thing that I've learned at college was also how to build word-based prayers, you know, from the scripture. And I found that to be just, wow, another thing awesome. You know, everything about God is so wow. <laughs> you know, when you say God, I say wow. And so when I learned this principle, um, 
and started a prayer book, obviously, which I also learned, and, and I do have my prayer book in front of me, and it's now become uh, a little uh, accessory that I keep next to me wherever I go. It's in my bag, That's because you lovely. never know when you meet somebody that, you know, you want to pray for, and then you can just jot it down, and when you're in your own time, you can pray for that person. But God has burdened my heart greatly for others to pray for others, but then to start with my own kids. And so I've started with this prayer book, and this is where I, I am. So you, I wrote the date as taught in class, and I wrote down the prayer request, what it was about, and then, of course, I put there the date answered. So you can easily tick off, Helen. I can actually show you some of the ticks in my book that, uh, that God has answered my prayer already. Oh, and when I when I pray for my children from the word, and this is also what I got in in class, and this is so phenomenal because at the end of the day, if you pray God's word back to Him, it must come to pass. Absolutely, it will not return because to you void. God's word is true, Amen. and Jesus is truth. Yes. So the two together, if you pray the word in Jesus' name, He must answer. Absolutely, absolutely. So I have, I've, I've embarked on on praying for my children, and there's quite a few examples, um, you know, like for the children. Um, when I started to pray for my kids, I wrote it down, and it was quite a big prayer, you know. I mean, I pray for my children, I pray for myself, I pray for my marriage, I do pray for others, I pray for my church, you know, and, and the list goes on. You, you never, you always have something to pray about. Right. And so when I looked at this prayer for my children, uh, I looked at Luke 2.52, I looked at Ephesians 1.16, to 23 and Psalm 115 14 and you know I've built such a beautiful prayer and it felt so powerful that I prayed for my children and I asked God to increase their wisdom and their understanding and their years and I prayed for a spirit of wisdom for them and for revelation into the insight into the mysteries and the secrets in the deep knowledge of God you know and it was so profound and you know Helen when when I prayed that prayer you know I felt that God is gonna answer it I just you felt knew that. he was going to I answer. knew it I just knew it and then I also asked that you know that that God would flood their hearts with light you uh -huh. know that that every every darkness about them would just the light would just come in and just shine through my kids mm -hmm. you know because look they all now all three of my kids and I have prayed since I gave my life to the Lord what do you think I've done I've wanted my children to obviously you start at home yeah and you know and I've been praying for a number of years and last year my my son gave his life to the Lord so all three my children now are walking with the Lord and I continue to pray for them you know as a mother for your children you know your children are near and dear to you that every good thing that God has to offer for your children and that is my prayer for them so you know you can build all this scripture word-based prayers and when you pray like that 
Let me tell you, you can feel in your spirit that God is going to answer your prayer. Absolutely. Yes. And I love that Ephesians 3 one as well. So that you can see the, the height and the depth and the, the enormity of the love of God. Yes. Yes. Because most people don't realize yes. how wonderful God is and exactly. how much he loves them. Yes, amen to that. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Now, my dear, I want you to give me your number. And we're going to encourage people to phone you so that they can actually um, chat to you. And you can help them. In fact, it may be that God is preparing you to have a little ministry, like a, an evening a week, that people can come to you in a sort of class and you can help them to pray with them and how to st- bring other people to the Lord. Yes, because absolutely. Because that is obviously the gift that God has given you. Yes, Helen. Okay. Yes. All right. What is your phone number, love? Um, uh, 074. 074. 530 530 7440 7440 let me repeat that it's 074 530 7440 yes correct now please know that uh, V is very pleased to hear from you but be a little bit sensitive don't phone at the time when she's feeding her husband or the 40 children that he, she's got to feed <laughs> But she will, if you leave a message, she will return your call because she's a very busy lady. But isn't it wonderful that God is using you like this? Yes. To me, it is so, so exciting. And it's not going to stop there. No, never. There's much more that God wants to do, yes. And if you want V to come and tell your home group or tell your ladies group, um, how to pray or what has happened, how she's managed to bring people to the Lord, then you phone her. Her number is 074-530-7440. Well, V, thank you very much indeed. It's lovely you being with us and we're very grateful. We've got a few more minutes. Would you be kind enough to pray? Pray for our listeners, love. Thank you. Thank you, Helen. Father, we just um, come before you today, Lord, and everybody out there that is listening today. Father, I just pray that you would do for them, this people that are listening to this segment right now, that you did for me, Lord, that you can take a sinner like me, Lord, and change me so radically. And, Father, that I ask that you would change them radically. Father, I pray for wisdom. I pray for light. I pray for love, Father. And I pray that they would come to know you, you know, in the deep and intimate knowledge of you, Lord. Father, that you would just bring them the kind of peace that you brought me father and i pray a peace over each and every one that is listening may they be radical for jesus may they be up may their seeds burn that they won't be able to sit down lord let them go out there and preach the gospel in jesus name lord i thank you father for everybody that's listening today and i just pray lord that you would be with them and that you would bless them in everything that they do we need people we need more people to spread the gospel i ask this in jesus name thank you lord amen And Father God, I just pray that every person listening here has been touched. 
in a way that you want them to be touched and that they will also go ahead and tell people how wonderful you are and pray for people because the uh, Great Commission was not a suggestion. It was a command. Jesus didn't say it's a good idea if you go out and preach the gospel. He said go into all the world and make disciples. So remember even if you give your testimony to your next door neighbor, you are doing the work of God. Yes. So I would like to bless everybody listening and I will be with you again next week again. God bless you all. Thank you. CCFM 107.5